Now, InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Higher education is a booming business, which saddles millions with long-term debt. But is it worth the cost with many grads struggling to find good jobs? InfoTrack's Roy Mackey talks with an expert who says college may be a waste of time and money. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Brian Kaplan is a professor of economics at George Mason University, and he's now the author of a book with the provocative title, The Case Against Education, Why the Education System is a Waste of Time and Money. Nearly every high school student is drilled from day one that they must have a college education to succeed in life, no matter how deeply in debt it may put them. Why do you think education is so overrated? I think it's so overrated just because it is actually profitable for successful students on a selfish level. The main problem is why. If you look at what students actually study, most of it is stuff that you're never going to need to know after the final exam, which raises the question, why do employers care about it so much? And I say the reason is that when you take a class, however useless, you are impressing employers. You are showing off. You're making yourself look good. You're telling the world, hey, I'm a smart, hardworking, conformist person who follows the rules, does what he's supposed to do. And as a result, you get some stickers on your forehead. But here's a little problem. In a society where everyone has a bunch of stickers on their forehead, you need a bunch of stickers to get a job. So what I say is from a social point of view, education's really overrated because we tend to naturally think that just because it's selfishly worthwhile that it's then socially worthwhile. And there's really a big difference between a world where school is teaching people concrete skills versus a world where you're jumping through hoops and showing off. The first world, you can really enrich society by having more education. But the second one, which is much closer to the world that we're in, say that it really is a fool's errand because you know, if everyone jumps through a bunch of hoops, that doesn't give you a rich world. But from a practical standpoint, for a student, a great percentage of employers today will certainly reject someone's resume or application right off the bat without a college degree, right? Yeah, and actually, that's really the heart of my book. So I talk a lot about what's called credential inflation, how these days you often will need a college degree to get a job that your dad could have gotten with a high school degree to get a job that your grandfather could have gotten dropping out of high school. And the main thing that's changed is there's so many degrees around that employers can afford to be picky. And therefore... The more education we have, the more that it appears that we need. It's a lot like standing up at a concert. If everyone's sitting down and you stand up, you do better. But this does not mean that it is wise for society to instruct everyone to stand up, because if everyone stands up, everyone does not see better. There's obviously a great deal of irony of a college professor writing a book with this title, The Case Against Education. Several of the chapters in your book use the term useless education. So tell us what exactly you mean by that. Yeah, so in terms of the irony, I see myself as a whistleblower. I've been in school continuously for 40 years, and really, if I weren't a professor of some kind, would anyone take this seriously? I think I really needed all this time to actually see what's going on in the belly of the beast and actually be able to talk with authority about it, or at least seem like I got some credibility. Now, in terms of what useless education is, basically for that, I mean education where you are not going to use it on the job in all likelihood. Of course, there's no kind of schooling so irrelevant that someone doesn't have the job of using it. So a minimum, you know, like you study archaeology, you could become a teacher of archaeology. But there's an enormous amount of stuff that we're required to learn in school where the odds you would ever use it in the real world after the final exam are only just tremendously low. Of course, there is some very useful stuff. So literacy and numeracy, very useful. Lots of jobs require it. Almost all modern jobs require it. But then if you just make a list of all the other stuff you have to do, history, social studies, foreign language, higher mathematics... You know, just go down the list of the non-literacy, non-numeracy coursework and say, when are most students ever going to use this stuff? Unless I be thought of Philistine, I do mention, well, some people enjoy this other kinds of education and great for them. 
But I say, look, if there's education that, first of all, you're never going to use after the final exam, and second of all, it's boring to you, you don't aren't interested in it, then I say it's very fair to call it wasteful. If it's neither useful nor fun, then what is it but waste? Our guest on InfoTrack is Brian Kaplan, professor of economics at George Mason University and the author of The Case Against Education, Why the Education System is a Waste of Time and Money. I'd be interested in your thoughts about the cost of college today because the average graduate comes out with a very large student loan at the other end. Well, it's quite a bit more complicated than that. Most students do not pay less price at school. So even in public schools, it's very normal for students to pay less than half of the official tuition. Now, if you only know upper middle class people, this will sound weird, but you have to remember there's a lot of people in school whose families are not as well off as you are, and so they're paying a lot less in tuition. So high tuition is one of the most overrated problems in the current system. And I think it would really be better if tuition were much higher, if the taxpayer subsidies were not there and people had to actually foot their own bill, and if the student loans were not subsidized, so you had to pay market interest rates, which again horrifies people because then they start saying, well, then people wouldn't be able to afford it. And I say, exactly, that would be better. I'd be better if fewer people could afford it because if fewer can afford it, then employers can't afford to be so snobby anymore. You know, again, in 1940, if you say, I'm only going to consider college graduates to work at my restaurant, there'd be no applicants. Today, on the other hand, you really can be that choosy because there's so many degrees out there. The whole point is that in a world where there's a lot of degrees, this changes what the degrees mean. So when degrees are widespread, this means that employers can and do expect a lot more. So in the book, I go over evidence on how much education did you need to get one and the same job today versus in the past. It looks like if you're in 1940, you need about three more years to do the very same job your dad or grandfather did. And only a small amount of the rise in education actually comes from the IT sector and just more technically demanding jobs, which is the idea that you really may need a college degree to get a good job as a waiter, which would have been unthinkable only a generation or two ago, is now the norm. Obviously, you'd like to see some revolutionary reforms. What mm-hmm. do you see as some of the potential solutions out there? The big one that I push is just spending less on education, making it more expensive so that fewer people do it, which means that we actually wind up wasting a lot less time and money in school. You can do this in a revolutionary way, and I do talk about extreme cuts in education spending and why I think that would be a good idea. But honestly, if I could get education spending to go down by 1% by writing this book, I would say, wow, that's an incredible accomplishment because I've convinced people to do something that goes against every fiber of their being. You just think about how rarely a politician gets in public and says, you know what the problem with education is? We're spending way too much on it. There should be less education and it should cost more for the students. No one who wants to get elected would ever say something like that. And that's my view. That is what I think would be a genuine improvement. The main problem is just way too much education going on. We pushed it way past the point of social value into this destructive rat race where you need to have a master's degree in janitorial studies to get a job as a janitor. That's a joke, but uh, (laughs) borrowed from another professor that I know. So that's the main thing that I push. And then secondarily, I also have a chapter on vocational education, which I think is very undervalued in today's society. Partly just selfishly speaking, it's undervalued because it does seem like from the research that kids would have better careers if they would do at least more vocational education than they're doing now. And especially kids who just hate academics, They do better in vocational education because you're not just sitting there taking notes, listening to some windbag talking. You're actually going and building something or fixing something, which understandably is very appealing to a lot of people. 
Dr. Brian Kaplan, professor of economics at George Mason University, the author of The Case Against Education, Why the Education System is a Waste of Time and Money. And Dr. Kaplan's website is bkaplan, that's C-A-P-L-A-N dot com. Dr. Kaplan, thank you for joining us today. My pleasure to be here. Thanks a lot. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. You're listening to InfoTrack, a production of Syndication Networks of Chicago.